Welcome to Make Your Impact, the podcast for ambitious women who want to lead and make their impact on the world. I'm Emma Elder, a confidence coach who is here to inspire, support and encourage you to say no to a life that makes you feel unfulfilled. We have one opportunity to make our time on earth matter. Life is too short to be stuck in a place of fear, lack and doubt over our greatness. There is no other person on the planet like you who says it like you or does it like you. And once you learn to leap with your fear and believe you are good enough, anything is possible. All that success, abundance and the impact that you dream of creating is already yours. So if you are ready to make your impact, let's go. Hi beautiful, I am very excited for today's episode. It is a topic very, very close to my heart, something that I have really, really worked on over probably, I would say probably the last three years, I've really got into this work. Um, So this episode is titled Letting Your Good Girl Go to Become the CEO That Your Business Needs. So I'm going to get straight back, straight into it with asking you a question. So have you ever had um, a client or just somebody that you're working with, maybe in your previous career or somebody that you're collaborating with, I don't know, something like that, and you're working together, but then things happen like you get let down or they've made a joke actually the undertone was that it's really hurt your feelings or you have engaged with them and they've inquired about working with you and then you've got ghosted and your immediate response to this happening is that you are just completely understanding really really reasonable like make it being as accommodating as possible and being really really patient with your time for them getting back to you Because this is the energy of the good girl. It's the woman who fears not being liked by someone so much that you're just basically willing to do whatever it takes to please and accommodate them. Even if that means that you are left feeling small at the end of it because your value, your time and your expertise hasn't been respected. Or even if that means that, you you know, it's actually totally inconvenient for you, like accommodating the new plans, whatever. Even if it's impacting your income, your ability to add value to other other clients or your ability to move the needle forward elsewhere in your business or your general workload. And when you're doing this, you are, when you're acting from a, place, from a good girl place, you're silencing yourself from addressing how you really feel. Um, and actually, perhaps even deeper than that, maybe you aren't even allowing yourself to recognize how how you really feel. You're not actually noticing it because these habits that you have used and, and carried out your entire life are really, really deeply ingrained. Like you do everything that you possibly can to ensure that everyone is liking you at all costs. Um, and so because you're doing that, so because you have done that all your life, you actually don't feel safe to even admit that doing it doesn't really make you feel good. And you can definitely pull the wall over your eyes by pretending that it's just like who you are, like you are really somebody who's super understanding and nurturing and gentle and kind, like this is definitely what I did. I kind of 
had been labelled all throughout my life as being such a nice girl, such a kind girl, and I truly put on that persona and allowed myself to just accept, well, this is the way that I respond because I am all of these things. However, (laughs) when you have a business, when you are running a business, the kind good girl is absolutely, without doubt, going to hold you back in every way in your business. (laughs) When I was preparing the show notes for this, I actually wrote, (laughs) the good girl just won't cut it. (laughs) That sounded really cutthroat. And I was like, no, that's not quite my delivery. But essentially, that is (laughs) really the message. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it is going to hold you back in business for sure. And Another way to help you kind of like shift your perspective on why this is holding you back is to actually imagine if your business was actually a corporate global business because the things that are happening when you are acting from a place of being the good girl in your business just would never happen in like multi-million pound dollar companies that are like working throughout the world regardless of whether that is your dream or not to kind of achieve that kind of magnitude with finance. But just like imagine this, imagine in the corporate world where um, a client had used a business's services and then failed on their payment. Imagine in the corporate world when there were like two businesses that had agreed to work with one another and then a few days before one of them decided like, oh, actually, we just we can't get the staff to, to do that. Like imagine in the corporate world where a business had written a bespoke quote and then the other business just chose to like never, ever respond, even though they had put in the inquiry and the time into getting the information for the quote together. Like, imagine (laughs) the uproar in response that that would create. Like, there would 100% be complaints filed. There would be warnings issued. There would be strongly worded emails. There would be bad reviews left. Yet, when you were running your own business and a client or a serving service that you were using does these things like whether they're defaulting on their payments cancelling last minute asking for extensions of time to think about your offers like using your free services and then never getting back to you when that's happening in your business your just immediate response is to say things like oh it's okay like don't worry I understand these things happen oh no don't apologize about it like let me see what I can do being all of those things, being totally understanding and accommodating and people-pleasing so that they still like you. And you end up bending over backwards to try and accommodate them, even when it's actually a complete inconvenience to you and it's going to be causing you extra work, causing you extra hassle, causing you extra stress and overwhelm. And not to mention that these small exchanges, when you're responding in that way, is slowly chipping away at your self-esteem because it's adding evidence that you aren't good enough, that other people don't think you're valuable enough. (laughs) I honestly, like I said at the beginning, really resonate and feel this so deeply because I've had to do such deep work to really unearth my good girl and work on letting her go and it is still something that crops up for me that I have to continually address and notice is happening and think about okay how else can I respond how else do I want to respond to this um so I've been talking about the good girl and maybe it would be helpful for me in fact here to actually explain a little bit more on 
what your good girl is. So your good girl is essentially the part of you, where, like the part of your personality, the part of your identity that right now is keeping you small. It's holding you back and it's getting in your way because it's the young version of yourself that was always told to be the good girl all her life. And so she was, she always chose to do the right thing, to try and please others. And because this is the way you've lived your life forever, it feels safe doing these self-sabotaging behaviors because it's all you've ever known. And we have a primal instinct to want to belong. But truly, when you are acting from your good girl, what you are doing is you're seeking validation that you are enough outside of outside of yourself, like in everyone else liking you, approving of you, accepting you and agreeing with you. And then when you when you are behaving, when you are acting from the good girl place, you end up having really poor boundaries. You're, you will notice that you struggle and feel so awfully uncomfortable if you ever have to assert yourself. You probably choose not to, in fact. You also would choose not to share how you really feel and to cover it up and pretend like it's not, not as big a deal as what it actually feels for you. And then because of all of this, you also have constant doubt over whether people genuinely like you or not, because often they're seeing the version of you that you think they want to see. You're not actually allowing yourself to be your full self and, you know, be vulnerable, be transparent about what you think and how those things are making you feel. And if you have lived your whole life being the good girl, you are undoubtedly bringing this energy into your business and it is going to be impacting your business too. Like it's 100% going to be impacting your growth, your income, your relationships with your clients, the other businesses and services that you're working with, your potential value, your impact, like everything, even down to your reputation, your reputation, your brand voice and your professional authority. And these are big deals. These are big things when it comes to creating visibility and momentum and growth if you are using social media to market your business. And of course, you and your business deserve so much more. Like you totally deserve to have your value, your time, your expertise, all treated with the utmost respect at all times. You deserve to be noticed as an authority. You deserve to be noticed as an authority who has an exceptionally powerful message to share. And you definitely deserve to never ever be having your time wasted. So how do you let go of your good girl? And what does it take to lead your business more like a CEO? So <laughs> let's get into this. To let go of your good girl then, um, the biggest thing that you want to give your energy to is your ability to give yourself validation. You want to start hearing yourself saying like, I am good enough. You want to start hearing yourself thinking that you are totally valued, that you are valuable, that your your opinion is justified your answers are right, that you 100% belong. And to do this, to get to this place where you're starting to create this inner narrative that doesn't rely upon anyone else or anything else telling you that or giving you evidence to make you believe that because you just believe it and you're telling yourself this yourself, 
you have to start working on connecting to yourself and improving this inner narrative. So this means doing the discovery work, the self-discovery work to really get to understand like who you are, what your values are, what you really think about topics where there might be different views, what lights you up versus what turns you off, understanding more about your inner child, the experiences she had growing up and how this is influencing your limiting beliefs right now. And then you need to be crafting time to actually really be connecting to yourself now and your body like in the moment because this is where you create a deeper awareness of your thoughts and feelings and it becomes something that is much more at a, a conscious level and not so, no, not so much at a self-conscious subconscious level um so you know you you want to be you you want to be being led by your heart you want to be being led by your intuition you don't want to be always feeling influenced by the worries of what everyone else is going to say or what they think or you know like what even what your colleagues your friends your family your the general society and your culture think you should do like all of these things are constantly having like nuances in how you are how you are making decisions because you're constantly thinking about them whereas when you've built up an internal validation a real like deep foundation source of uh, internal validation that noise can be blocked out a lot easier and you can just really connect into yourself um and you know to connect yourself it's going to be about figuring out what can you create time for in your lifestyle that you can actually show up to for and do consistently because for everyone this is going to look completely different so for somebody it might be journaling for someone else it might be breath work for somebody else it might be just generally getting outside in nature more often and like it could be multiple different things and like you have to figure out what is the best way that you connect to yourself and how can you get that into your lifestyle as something that is part of your routine it's part of your culture your kind of like everyday um yeah culture I suppose yeah is that um and when you do this like I said it is going to create a much greater awareness for you of what you think and feel and when you combine doing this when you're like making much more of an active effort to connect to yourself with also doing the work of improving the quality of your inner narrative you will find yourself giving yourself the validation before you're seeking it out from anyone else or anything else outside of yourself um and I suppose it's at this place where you start to begin to accept that you're imperfect that you have flaws that you will fail that you will make mistakes um there are certain things that you won't excel at (laughs) and that's okay because you are you and like being you is totally enough when you create this type of what I would describe as indestructible (laughs) internal validation you genuinely will not care anywhere near as much what anyone else thinks about you or what you're doing or your decisions And you get to a point of where you start to think along the lines of like, if somebody can't accept me as the imperfect human that I am, then I don't need them in my life. Like you'll just be able to let it go. Like it won't be something that bothers you because you know deep in your heart that you are somebody that is always doing your best 
And when you have this like indestructible source of internal validation, you know that that is exactly enough and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. So (laughs) two things to try and let go of your good girl is building up a real source of internal validation by doing, connecting to yourself more and try and addressing your inner child to try and improve your inner narrative. Those two things are going to create amazing shifts for you in your ability to to create internal validation. So next, I want to start talking about the things that you want to start doing more of to lead your business more as a CEO. Um, And these things, I think, if you are somebody who is identifies as having led, led most of their life as a good girl then these things don't come easy they they feel uncomfortable so you have to learn them you have to practice them and you have to get comfortable with potentially being uncomfortable at the beginning um knowing that the more you practice the less uncomfortable you'll feel so this means you're going to have to practice saying no you're going to have to practice prioritizing yourself and what your business needs setting boundaries disagreeing with people actually being honest about what you really think and feel challenging poor behavior walking away from anyone or anything that isn't serving you or your business anymore getting comfortable with making mistakes standing up for yourself and your business and above all protecting your time and your space because you are so important you are so valuable and it deserves protecting so if hearing any of those things that I've just listed there triggers something in you, if it makes you feel that ping of anxiety, that ping of discomfort of like, oh God, I really find that difficult. Like this is a great thing because this has now just showed you that you have some, you, there is an area here that you've got work to do. And if you're listening to this, you are somebody who is really interested in your personal development. I believe it's an ever evolving like phenomenon if you like there is never an end point and it's just like it's so amazing when you suddenly have an insight into the part of yourself that you didn't have an awareness of was blocking you so if you are feeling slightly triggered and uncomfortable about any of those things like let's celebrate that because this is now an opportunity for you so let's talk about those things in a little bit more detail so um getting comfortable saying no to people because you just literally can't say yes to everyone <laughs> you can't say yes to every every single person in the world like i mean this is even from a point of like you can't your services cannot reach every single person in the world there are going to be some people that can't afford your services there are going to be many people that want to um, you know, collaborate and go live with you on Instagram, but maybe you're not going to be able to do like all of them. And you ha- you have to get picky. You have to choose who is aligned with your business. You have to say no. Um, you can't say yes to everyone who inquires about getting into your program because you know you have a you only have a capacity for so many and that means that if you had if you were to people please by saying yes to having more you're going to take value away from the other clients that are already in there um and when you are constantly in a place of saying yes even though you don't have the capacity to say yes really you're just going to end up burning out and so it is so important to start getting comfortable with saying no um 
Next, and I think it is just so important that you and your business are always prioritized. And this means, first and foremost, that you are showing up for yourself and your health and your mindset daily. Like, not just when things start to feel a bit overwhelming. Like for myself, this week, (laughs) everything feels quite overwhelming. And this could, you know, but for me, I have practices in place that mean that I can handle this. It's not like, oh my God, I'm suddenly overwhelmed right now. How do I find, how do I improve my diet? How can I exercise a little bit more this week so I can relieve the stress? Because it's already part of my lifestyle. It essentially means like treating your time in your business the same way that a a corporate company would, like with complete respect, the respect that you deserve, that your business deserves. Because like, you are busy, but you are busy. This isn't just like a little passion project, like side hustle project that you're doing. You are wanting to build a business. You are wanting to truly impact people's lives and create transformation in the world by sharing what you, the skills that you have. Like, and you just don't have time for people to be wasting your time. You don't. Like, it is holding you back from being able to, to, move on that magic that you know you you have the ability to create for other people um so when that with that in mind like have that in your mind whenever you are thinking about chasing up a lead again that has already ignored you because like this is the sort of thing where you need to think twice like actually is this really going to be benefiting me and my me and my business am I really prioritizing my time like my time well here because actually if somebody if you've already chased a lead up and then they haven't replied like do you really want to be working with that person if they can't get back to you in a you know in a quickly manner because my my perspective is it's like the way that you respond at the beginning kind of tells me everything about whether you're ready or not to work with me like in my type of business so I wonder how that would apply in your kind of services um because there could be all sorts of reasons I suppose why people don't get back but something to ponder on <laughs> for yourself um you have to set boundaries absolutely have to set boundaries like you definitely need to have like a minimum time cancellation policy um, a minimum time that you will follow up before letting leads go, like I just said. Um, boundaries on your time for when you're like, when clients can expect to get access to you, especially if you've got social media. Like, I think it can be easy to slip into um, a space where you are literally like available at the at the drop of a hat every minute of every hour because you're available on Instagram. Um, whereas actually you want to be putting in boundaries for your time of when you are available to kind of like really provide that high-end value to your clients. Um, and the boundaries thing even ripples out as far with like, who are you actually w- willing to discuss your business with? Because um, you, maybe it's actually not helpful for you to be discussing these discussing the intricacies of the ins and outs of your business with certain people who just don't really understand it and don't really support it and are making little jabs about you know what making you feel uncomfortable every single time that you're bringing it up with these people like put boundaries in place so that you don't have to discuss your business with them because you don't have to and um, it is so important that you're protecting your energy all the time and leading like the CEO, leading like the CEO. Um, Next, 
being courageous to share your opinions. Like your business has a brand voice, which is essentially part of your voice, it's part of your identity. And something that I feel really strongly about that helps you become a leader and stand out amongst like the sea of Canva posts that you see online is really owning your own opinions, like sharing opinions that other people will disagree with and just being okay with that because some people are going to dislike you. And I think it takes courage to choose to be disliked because when you are choosing to be disliked, it's what you're also doing is you're choosing to like yourself. You're, You're choosing to say like, this opinion that I have, I believe is right. And I like myself and love myself regardless of whether other people agree or not. Um, and that feels like a really courageous thing to do. And is that exact thing of like having the internal validation. Um, so I love that point. I think that's a really exciting thing to start the saying to yourself. Um, getting honest with what you really think and feel. This is the sort of energy of the CEO. Because when you are getting honest with yourself about what you really think and feel, then you can also start to find the courage to get honest with everybody else around you which means that you are going to have to start being assertive and calling out the poor behavior, addressing the person who's crossed your boundaries, standing up for yourself or your business if if there's situations like that that ever crop up. Like I said, these things can be really uncomfortable at the beginning, but it is worth it to protect your business, to protect your brand, in my opinion. Um, another thing that leading your business as a CEO requires you to do is sometimes it's going to require you to swallow your pride, especially when things aren't working out, because I think it can be difficult to admit that you have made a decision in your business and actually it's not going well. Um, and then just choose to walk away from that thing. Or it can be walking away from people, actually. It can be walking away from people in real life. It can be walking away from people that you have chosen to um, like collaborate or go into business with that just isn't serving you anymore. And you will know in yourself if you are doing that, if you are doing that work before of connecting to yourself and really improving your your feelings of internal validation, you will have an awareness of when things aren't working for you through your intuition and you have to follow it. You have to choose to to, to walk away. Um, you know, I think it takes courage. Again, it takes courage to walk away. Um, but there is so much to be gained from doing that rather than staying in contracts, in environments, working with people that actually are, again, making you feel small and really stealing the your energy. Um, because that is going to impact you and your business. And one final one that you have to start getting comfortable with is making mistakes, because it is inevitable that you are going to make mistakes along your journey of business. You probably already have, in fact, (laughs) you probably already have. And so you have to get comfortable with starting to choose to fail. Um, because this is where you're going to start bringing in the most growth to your business and yourself because the quicker that you choose to fail the quicker you learn and the quicker you actually progress and move forward 
Um, however, it's easy for me to say that, but what I know is it is so uncomfortable to do. It is so uncomfortable to put yourself in a position where you are fully leaping outside of your comfort zone and you have no idea whether you are going to be successful in this choice or not. Um, however, I have a live masterclass on Monday the 29th um, of January at 7pm, so it's literally in a few days, if this is something that bothers you, if you feel really uncomfortable with potentially failing, um, and you want to get out of your own way and start taking this like big, bold, brave action that the CEO would do, which you know is going to take you where you want to go in business, like this masterclass is going to help you do that entirely. Like I am putting everything I know about hearing, healing my fear of failure into this masterclass. The women that are already inside are like electric. I'm very excited to meet them all. And so, yeah, you need to get your butt in there too so that you can experience the magic. I'm going to put the link in the show notes that you can sign up there if you haven't already. And also, if you do, then send me a message over on Instagram so we can say hi to one another. So to wrap up, having listened to all of this, I now want you to take action because that is what the CEO would do. She wouldn't be listening to a podcast episode and thinking, huh, yeah, she's right. Like I really need to do that. And then carrying on with her day, doing the gazillion things that are on your list and then forgetting all about it. Like that's not what the CEO would do. The CEO would now take action. So I want you to get your notes out in your phone, like obviously if you're driving, not when you're driving, do this later once you've stopped. (laughs) Um, Or in fact, you can ask like Siri to make notes on your phone about this, even if you're driving, so you don't actually have to uh, stop driving. So what I want you to do is identify three ways you are currently leaning into your good girl energy. Like what three areas have you got energy leaks with that good girl energy? Next, I then want you to pick out three goals or actions that you want to work on to improve leading your business like a CEO. Write those things down. So you should be writing six things down, three ways you currently have leaks in your and you're leading from good girl energy place, and then three actions that you want to take to start leading more as a CEO. And then once you have got those down, please send me a message on Instagram and share them with me. Share exactly what it is because then I can be your accountability partner and I can cheerlead you with all of that because I cannot wait to see the shifts that happen for you when you start putting this work into practice because it is truly transformational. I absolutely cannot wait to hear from you about this one and I'm very excited to celebrate all of your wins that are about to come your way. For now, I am going to say it takes care and I will catch you on the next episode. I value building real connection so highly. So if we don't already know one another through Instagram, come and say hello. I'm at Emma Elder Coaching. I'm so glad you're here.